Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. If you own a TV or whatever passes as a, a TV these days, um, you may have only seen one million uh, Taco Bell ads starring Pete Davidson, or you may have seen 10 million Taco Bell ads starring uh, Pete Davidson. Um, d- discuss? <laughs> or you may have seen I- zero? I don't. Or I have. His I mean, face will just take over your whole phone if you use the Reddit app. Like the the whole screen is his face. So it's pretty freaky. I I think that so Taco Bell seems to always be around. It's like it you know it it is in some ways like the Elon Musk of restaurants and that like why are they into this now or why am i getting notified about them doing a crazy thing it's just they're always there and they've had a particularly large week between how much does taco bell cost and and then kevin um kevin being part of a revolt to remove him from his reddit space so what i would say to that is there there is one big difference between uh elon musk and and taco bell and and that's that the answer to why is Elon Musk doing any of the things that he's doing is because he's a weird creep who is obsessed with birth rate and thinks that he has all the answers for how to fix the planet. And the reason that Taco Bell does any of the things that they do is either they had the ingredients lying around or they're just trying to make you happy, man. Why, why would you start serving breakfast if not that you thought you could fix the world? I think that there's a lot more in the middle of that Venn diagram than you'd imagine. But but where, this where, is where, the, where were the youth of America supposed to get their breakfast burritos? Other uh, the, uh, the youth of middle America uh, specifically <laughs> supposed to get their breakfast burritos besides McDonald's. I'd argue that was I, quite I, a service. Yeah, but but so. We're not really here to define what Taco Bell is, because I think that that's that's more that's <laughs> more than we? more than I know or care to imagine. But but Kevin, I think that this this started. You know why why are we talking about Taco Bell? But you informed us last week, I think that that there was some there was some tremendous upset in the the Reddit space about the presence of Pete Davidson, paid for by Taco Bell. Oh, I wasn't even aware that other people were annoyed. I was just, I was personally annoyed. And then, um, we know someone that runs that, you know, works in Taco Bell advertising. So I just thought I'd ask him to, I was just saying <laughs> the advertising himself. was not working. It was, it was I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it just seemed like quite an aggressive ad campaign for something that I don't know that I would tend to already want. And um as was pointed out other people who use that platform might also already 
you know, be infatuated with. So I was just kind of confused. So I have a question for Max, who indicated that he had not been bombarded with these ads, which I I don't I don't know how that is, but it is. Where are these ads? I, yeah, I everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Pete Davidson eating Taco Bell with his mouth open. Pete Davidson purposefully, maybe, um, not calling the Taco Bell uh, menu items by their name in a very like dismissive way that apparently is also commercials are scripted. So yes, that that's on purpose. (laughs) I, I, it's also Pete Davidson. He's in that, he's again in that sphere of maybe they're like, Oh, it's funny that he never says it right. Even though we wrote it in the script. Ha ha Pete, you know, Pete does his own thing. He's from Staten Island or whatever. Um, but my question for you, Max is, Maybe you haven't seen these ads, but are you familiar with the Devonte Adams ads where he has a Taco Bell in his manse? I don't think so. No, you watch, you watch, you watch football in actual bars. I just don't know how you're. I mean, maybe you turn away during commercials. They pretty much like have Red person. Zone on in every bar, and there's no commercials on Red Zone. Okay, so <laughs> I, 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 I'm surprised I haven't seen them in in during. I watch primetime <laughs> football. Yeah, I've. You yeah, also don't seen. read. You don't read the internet in the same way that the rest of us do. So maybe you have been. I wouldn't spared. have seen internet ads, no. But TV ads, I'm shocked I haven't seen them. It, okay. I thought the Pete Davidson thing was only an internet ad. I didn't know they were doing uh, TV TV stuff. No. And, and and so Sean, this leads to the question I was going to say is, part of me wonders if Taco Bell realized that, and and we're not even getting into the twenty eight dollar thing yet, which you know maybe we'll get there, but. Um, we will. I wonder if Taco Bell needed this this moment because they realized uh, that Devonte Adams is not the kind of star that is you know your cool seasonal ad that everyone's like oh remember that the you know when when they did the ad with this person no one really knows who Devonte Adams is he doesn't have the star power and while I think he's completely pleasant in those commercials. That's not what you want from a Taco Bell ad. This isn't like Clydesdales and and dogs and it being sweet. This is Taco Bell. Um, I think that your your estimation of how quickly Taco Bell can turn around new ad campaigns in reaction, like in response to the the reception that an ad campaign that is already rolling got is perhaps too high um if you're right if if you see two different taco bell commercials with two different celebrities they had to schedule uh you know shoot days with both of those celebrities and they planned those like four months ago um sure so, so the better the better framing is like do do you think that it is it is fortuitous that they could ratchet up the uh, Pete Davidson because the Devonte Adams are not catching on again I don't I I think I think you are drawing a a causal link that is not there um, they are targeting the Devonte Adams ads to people that they think are are watching football and they're targeting the Pete Davidson ads to people that they think are young and online B 
because that's who they think likes Pete Davidson. That's why Pete Davidson Taco Bell ads are all over Reddit. Which is wild to me. We'll get into that, but that's like the opposite of what anyone with common so, sense would, would come to the conclusion. I'm glad I'm glad you said but this because Taco Bell doesn't readjust their, their ad campaigns mid uh, experience, which is a six week period. So within that six week period where they release a new menu item and then they advertise for it, they won't adjust their uh, they might do minimal ad spend changing. Wait, are, but they are we gonna have to are we gonna have to scrub this podcast because you're accidentally giving away trade secrets that's about a little Taco too Bell's proprietary <laughs> that is a little i don't think that's a trade pro- secret I, I i shouldn't say they don't i i don't i don't know that they do you have heard <laughs> well, allegedly from third parties we won't speak of but i am glad that you, i've seen it you, on their website to be clear uh, on their website okay so i i'm glad you mentioned young people in in thinking oh this is what they like because this is this is the other thing and i am someone who I, I think I just learned where my closest Taco Bell is. I've not been to it. Um, I have probably not been to Taco Bell in... I, Kevin, I probably went with you at halftime of an NBA game because we wanted to try something that had, had ads on it or something. I'm sure Max was there as well. But We all went. I, so I recall I, us all like walking uh, to the one by uh, whatever that sports bar down the road from you was to try yeah. Volcano Sauce. Yeah, so so like uh, you know, the advertising has worked on us before, or yeah. worked on me before. But but outside of that, I I don't go. I certainly don't go regularly. What these ads seem to be aimed at is uh, being recognized by people our age, maybe a little bit younger, um, older Gen Z type stuff, and and maybe younger millennials. The other thing is all of these are about breakfast and. I don't know. I mean, I'm at home all the time and I don't really go out and get coffee from fast food places unless I am traveling, like I'm driving somewhere. So so you all as consumers, as, as really champions of Taco Bell, if you'll allow me to call that, explain to me this uber focus on, on breakfast as opposed to like, hey, there's a new chalupa that has more cheese it's actually got cheese baked in and around it um i I, i'd I'd maybe like to field this not as a champion of taco bell but as a uh a one-time veteran of the advertising industry i feel like that's the the right lens to be thinking about this through um there are there are lots of different reasons or not not reasons the reason everybody, the reason every business advertises is the same. They want to, to you know, you know, uh, they want to drive some sort of success metric for their business. But there are lots of different visions of what success looks like for an ad campaign, and a lot of them are are different based on like where you're doing the advertising what kind of business you are and how big a business you are. So like, for example, I used to do direct response advertising campaigns for a brand called Sweetwater. They sell um, musical instruments, audio equipment, that sort of stuff. And when you are doing online ads for, um, you know, for for a, an online retailer that can easily track their sales, um, 
everything is about will this ad make someone click on it and then buy a guitar um when you are procter and gamble when you are coca-cola like you're not the direct vendor of your products or at least the end consumer is not the person that's buying it from you another business is buying it um it's not really the same and taco bell sort of falls into that category a little bit um mostly because it's an in-store business and so like they're mm-hmm. a huge brand and they basically just need to remind you that taco bell exists um yeah and so one of the the most important ways that they do that is whenever there is like a a new menu item or like a thing that they want to emphasize. So like the fact that they're really pushing breakfast in these ads tells you that Taco Bell breakfast is maybe not uh, selling as well as they would like it to. Yeah. I also, if I had to, if I had to guess there, I would think that breakfast is um, a thing of habit and they've probably got, like three years of people entering their careers that are now just driving to the office for like the first time. And they're probably trying to get all those people to get in the habit of going to Taco Bell for breakfast and go there four times a week. Yeah. That's a good point too. Sorry. This is turning to waste way too serious a pod. It's not, so not I, what any of us intended. And spend way I, I too will... much money on, spend way too much money on a breakfast crunch wrap. I, I think I'll move away from the seriousness, but also i think there's some depth to this which is you know sean you mentioned you know we mentioned things like mcdonald's and coca-cola and and these are long-standing brands however you feel about them it doesn't matter they're like food brands and bigger corporations in america and they also have a very i think for the most part like pretty they try to keep pretty polished images whereas the fact that we're talking about pete davidson as the as the face of taco bell right now i'm struggling with taco bell as this huge like uh i think multinational brand i mean it is all across america i don't even that's hard for me to imagine but it's also a very like trolly brand and i'm i'm sure i can think of five others if you give me some time but that combination of we're up there with the coca-colas and the mcdonald's in the like american brandscape but also someone who is not very self-serious i think that's the fact that people on reddit are upset that's a whole whole new thing it speaks to the type of brand taco bell is and i think that's what makes this so funny to me is we're taking taco bell seriously as i don't like their ad campaign it's taco bell so we have to take them seriously because they're so big but they are not a serious company. <laughs> we're we're talking about their ad campaign. Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Max, I, I know that that you you are a fan. I know that you've. Uh, I remember one time you told me a story about uh, someone who who uh, spent a lot of a lot of money there. A friend of yours who then just spent it on bean burritos. So there is some like attraction. There are true Taco Bell heads out there. I mean, do you, maybe you're closer to the weirdness of this dynamic of amazingly large brand that we're now taking seriously that is not serious at all. 
Uh, I mean, they're I serious about money. Let's be fair. I mean, it, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing about all of this is like any any brand that you think of as being like a not serious brand is absolutely a serious brand. They just want you to think that they are not serious. It's that's the brand. They're a serious company. Yeah, and I think that that's um, to to go back to the serious scale of it. Um, they are used as a as a um, kind of a barometer for how things are going. Last week, some venture capital, private equity type goon uh, was talking, used as an example of how bad inflation is. The fact that he got himself a quote nice lunch unquote uh, from Taco Bell, again a lunch for one person that cost twenty eight dollars. Uh, so we're using tip, Taco right? Bell. Tip guy. <laughs> We're using Taco Bell as like this barometer for tip twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he $25. We're using it as this this thing that you tell people, like we say gas, but for clearly for Gen Z, they're not driving. So you have to use Taco Bell as the marker for inflation is so bad. Um but Sean, I think as as you can provide detail, this was hyperbolic and and really things haven't changed that much well this was hyperbolic in a lot of ways um and i I will say just to to sort of tie this back to the way that we've been talking about taco bell so far every single taco bell executive that saw that uh saw that segment on like fox business or cnbc or wherever this you know this tv hit aired uh rejoiced because the best advertising campaign is one you don't have to pay for. Um, so unless we're going to find out later that they actually paid this guy to go on and be the most out of touch person in the world, uh, they got, uh, I don't know, uh, many thousands of dollars worth of, of free advertising out of the, the sheer um, volume of discussion about this ding dong's uh, Taco Bell order and it of course spawned the thing that any any particular situation like this always spawns which is some uh, some blogger trying to recreate a $28 <laughs> Taco Bell order only Patrick Redford of defector.com didn't just figure out what to order at Taco Bell in order to spend $28. He went and bought it and ate it. Like and a true blogger. Not like, a journalist, a blogger. Like a person who has absolutely no regard for his body whatsoever. Like Ooh, someone yeah. with a death wish. Um, and and I, I noticed... I, I, when I, I looked at what he what he ordered it immediately like my you know my eyes stopped right away on the first and last things that he ordered a crunch wrap supreme and a bean burrito because that is my typical full taco bell order and then he <laughs> added like six other things on top of it because you just it's, go with the the power bowls. They're the most expensive thing, I think. 
And I'm, I'm glad you said that because the, the point... It's a, it's a taco, Michael. What could it cost? $28? Uh, right. I, I think this is the, the point that he is trying to get across. Montgomery Burns enters the chat. A, a, big, a big factor in this Defector blog post was when it became clear what the TV Ding Dong ordered, um, like, oh, of course you spent a lot of money, dumbass. You bought things like a frozen Baja Blast. Uh, you, you had things in your order that could have been ordered in combo fashion and decreased your cost significantly. Uh, but instead you decoupled every single item and ordered it on its own. You did things like add guacamole to items that did not have that. Did you know that you can add guacamole to stuff at Taco Bell? I didn't either. Um, they make everything. You can add any, you can do anything with any subbed, pretty much everything because they make it all for you so you can get any of the items vegan with black beans instead of the protein you can do the spicy potatoes in anything what i'm saying is i i didn't know that taco bell had any product that they could legally sell as guacamole that's on the power as the the only thing i think it comes on is the power bowl which is why i suggested that they also have a new veggie crave burrito which has guacamole on it but it's uh but it's heavy to bring it back to this, like the, corn. The, the point of the blog post was to to make clear that in order to get to twenty eight dollars with normal people Taco Bell food, you have to order a pretty staggering amount of stuff. Like my Taco Bell order costs and, like eight seventy five. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and look, the thing is, is if, if you if you spent that much money at Taco Bell and then you're mad about it. Uh, as one person you 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 are an idiot and you actually don't really care that much about money because you you went and ordered the thing and saw the ticker and you did not go huh you know 28 dollars is really too much you you did it you did it for you did it for you just you did it for yeah you've exposed yourself as a virtue signaler and and i i think you know and and kevin you did not see the blog but i i just like it's amazing how much money had to be spent or how much time and everything had to be spent to get to $28. And the thing you should note, because you have geographic awareness of this is it was done in Oakland and it was far enough away from where this person started that they had to bike there. And so I want you to imagine biking in Oakland, a place you're familiar with and (laughs) eating Taco Bell and then having to bike you back. I have bikes to a Taco Bell in Berkeley. <laughs> but I think um, I got my usual two to three items that were all in the dollar menu and paid 360 or whatever. So here here's a here's a thing with with that and and we talked about, you know, Taco Bell's ad campaign and it's obviously successful cuz we're talking about it and it, it's very interesting with is this serious is it not seriousness, you know, asking about these questions and then obviously this this free advertising but whereas whereas i think sometimes you know we can say oh well you know coca-cola does all these things and they're like oh we're really good but actually they're just creating more plastic waste single use plastic waste all the time and mcdonald's has such a grip on things and and sometimes they can be viewed as uh, you know we can be very skeptical of it and and we did we did mention um that all of these places are are doing the same thing and just you know reaping in huge earnings all the time and everything but 
all that being said about this, I feel like Taco Bell's image, while not very serious, I and and the fact that the cheese doesn't melt or whatever, I feel pretty good about Taco Bell. It's hard for me to say like really bad things. Now, someone's going to remind me right after this that, oh, actually, Taco Bell had this really terrible thing and all their executives were fired. But brand recognition wise q score i feel way better about taco bell than most of these places and i don't know why i don't i don't eat it i don't <laughs> consume it i mean is yeah. is there is there reason to be skeptical of taco bell kevin well i think it's just kind of what you're going with is that they don't try to they don't try to show any virtue so i feel like they set their they probably keep prying eyes away just from that and they also you know, if, you, if there's some big scandal, then anyone's going to get wrecked by a big scandal. But if you're like, oh, the cows at the Taco Bell farm aren't treated very well, you're like, yeah, well, it's Taco Bell. The cows aren't actually cows. <laughs> Taco the Bell cows didn't cows. try to tell me that that wasn't happening in the way that I think other brands try to say, right. like, oh, no, we're different. And it's like, I, I really don't expect you to be and well, I don't trust you yeah. to be. Or if I see a story that's like guy gains 50 pounds after eating taco bell for a month and that could be like oh that taco like, bell is yeah, terrible for you we of should of course you did they were like yeah he was spending 28 dollars a meal <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's there's only so much there's only so much like bullshitting and dissembling you can do about your business practices when your meat comes out of a caulking gun the Though I do think that that's where this like Devonte Adams thing is is strange because I always like anytime I see any athlete advertising for fast food like Subway or LeBron James with McDonald's, I'm like oh yeah sure I'm sure that LeBron goes and has McDonald's after every game. And I I mean I could be wrong, but I feel like Devonte Adams is the first athlete I remember Taco Bell. No, that can't be true. James Harden had a big one, but James Harden makes sense. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, that just... and that's. This is this is the thing. This is part of the thing that I, I was thinking about when we were talking earlier about the Pete Davidson ad campaign, which is that these these companies are not that that advertise using celebrities are not like going out and finding celebrities that believe deeply in the mission of Taco Bell or that eat Taco Bell every day. It's just someone that's going to, you know that's going to catch your eye on a TV or someone that's going to stop you from scrolling. If you're seeing like Instagram ads or something, it's, it's just like, it, it isn't, it truly isn't any more sophisticated than what is our target audience and who do we think is someone who a, uh, they will recognize and B will agree to shoot ads for us. Yeah. It's not and, and any more that... difficult than that. And at first, I kind of uh, chuckled at at the people on Reddit who were very upset about the Pete Davidson ads, um, because like, oh, that's funny because you know they're they're probably a lot more like Pete Davidson than they realize. But I think that that's really unfair. It's like I think is well, and, and I, I want to give I, yes, and I want to give credit where it's due. Is is actually the maybe Taco Bell is doing something wrong here because the people eating Taco Bell is not Pete Davidson who you view as a slacker or, or whatever else, a, a, you know, a, a guy who's who wears dirty sweatpants all the time. I, I'm not saying he actually does that, but maybe that's what you imagine. But the truth is, is like 
as Max, you said, like you, you can, you can make everything at, at Taco Bell vegan. And it really is a lot of like corn and, and cheese and, and bean based stuff. It's not like beef heavy a hundred percent of the time. There are a lot of different things you can do. So actually Taco Bell maybe have maybe misstepped here because the people who go to Taco Bell are just, you know, trying to have a good time, eat okay for fast food cheaply and get some good coffee in the morning. The only they fended their base. The, well, no, the only point where I disagree with that is like they they have to walk a very they have to walk a very fine line between making it just known enough that they are low key the best and maybe only viable fast food place if you are a vegetarian or vegan and not uh not uh <laughs> drawing the ire of the kind of people for whom uh not eating meat uh is akin to a war crime uh they they if they were to start running ad campaigns about you know how how they're a, a great and welcoming place for vegetarians to eat um a, a million people who look a lot like Seth Brown but have much harder opinions would show up at their corporate headquarters uh maybe holding some sort of uh backyard lighting apparatus Mm, like I don't I don't know that the people you're describing are ordering from menus with things in Spanish on them so they may not be they might already be what? offended by the existence what? of Taco what? Bell. I, you're uh, you're ascribing an awful lot of ideological consistency to these people. <laughs> <laughs> you're correct. I, I yeah, I guess I guess my point is is like the you know Taco Bell's core audience, the ones that are our age and have buying power and stuff, they're they're Maybe it was wrong to assume that they are going to associate with with uh, with Pete Davidson, and then it goes back to the thing of like, you don't expect Devonte Adams to eat Taco Bell, but it's like a cool celebrity in the ad. But like Pete Davidson, is he a celebrity? And also, we expect him to eat at Taco Bell, and maybe that convergence was uh, slightly a miss. I mean, super duper looks like it. And maybe I that's haven't all gotten that any Reddit ads since I complained to, to Max. So <laughs> again, it was really just like the, his face was taking up my whole phone screen, and it was just very jarring. It had nothing to do with what I think of him as a person. That's fine. Well, I I appreciate you not not ascribing those connections to why you wanted Pete Davidson's face away. It's just <laughs> any face was too much. So. That's ideological consistency. There we go. Perfect way to go out. Um, and and on, on that note, I think we should wrap up and, and move on to Pierce Asari. So what are you apologizing for today? I'm not going to apologize for us talking for 30 minutes about Taco Bell um, because I, I think that was that was pleasant. And I learned you should apologize for not eating as much Taco Bell. It's really yeah. I, would, I think I'm, we should apologize for the fact that like 15 of those minutes were actually you know relatively serious discussions about how advertising works that's what we should apologize I'm, for I, I, i'm I, sorry I have some i have some i have some personal events coming up that will i don't really want to wreck them with a taco bell trip um so i <clears throat> will say that so here's a here's a question for, for <laughs> here's a question for for you mm -hmm. all um have you ever 
Have you ever been somewhere and there was a, a very localized regional type music playing and you were not in that region and it was playing and you recognized it and and you you thought you thought like, oh, okay, I might I might be in the presence of someone else who is also from this region as me. I, I don't know, Sean, an example could be like if you were like in Chicago and you heard Zydeco music, like playing at someone's house or something you know something that's super regional and like it should not be exported or isn't or isn't often exported i sort of assumed this was going to be a reference to the sheer amount of reggae that we heard when we were all in new orleans (laughs) reggae reggae is air horn music yeah Um, no no Uh, no (laughs) no i i mean i guess like i don't i don't know the I'm sure at some point I've like been here on the Eastern seaboard and, you know, uh, happened to be around somebody who was super into Tupac or, or, or something like that. Um, yeah, I heard way no. too much rap in the two thousands, like in middle school. That wasn't right. So here, here's what happened to me. So I was getting my blood drawn at the doctor and we're in the office of two phlebotomists and uh, I'm getting my blood drawn. Someone else is getting their blood drawn. Um, from one of the speakers in this office, just like a normal-sized office that you sit down in and get your blood drawn, um, through that speaker, there is playing music. And my ears perk up. It is go-go music. I am in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Go-go music is, is very localized to the D.C. area. It is enjoyable to listen to. It's always a party if it's on. Um, I, the best place to hear it, I don't think you can hear it from anymore because, uh, white people around Howard university complained that the, uh, go-go store next to boost mobile was playing their music too loudly for, for their gentrifying ears. Um, but, but, uh, very important to DC specifically. Mm -hmm. So I say, I don't say, Oh, that's go-go music. Like uh, a loser. I try to have a conversation as someone's taking my bodily fluid away from me. And I said, oh, uh, is one of you from, from D.C.? What? Oh, uh, because cause you're, you're playing go-go music. And I, I just was wondering if, if someone was from D.C. No. Oh, oh, that's, that's weird. I had a friend who was visiting and they were playing playlists on their, on my Apple music. And I guess one of them had go-go music. So that's just playing right now on shuffle or whatever. And I try, I try, I tried to be friendly. I tried to be nice and I just made it awkward for everyone. And I don't think I did the wrong thing, but I still felt really bad because these people are trying to do their job. And here's someone with needles in them trying to ask questions to, to make it less awkward. So I'm sorry for making it more awkward to the lovely phlebotomists who were just doing their job. I, I mean, I, I think your your issue is not that you like attempted to reach out and have a moment of human connection, uh, like you're saying. It's just that you blacked out because somebody was drawing blood and you forgot how music is listened to in 2022. Like, but that's such a uh, that's such a weird one to like just randomly pop, like go go music does not randomly not, pop. But up. it's it's that's just not true. I, it's you don't hear it a lot, but like it's it's not a big leap anymore. Like somebody went to DC one time 
and heard it and really liked it and was like, I'm going to find out who 10 go-go artists are and I'm going to stream their music on Spotify. Or I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody who was in a go-go band once. And there's just like a, a network of playlist sharing and all of this stuff. Like it's not, I, I, I feel, I feel stupid citing the information super highway in 2022 but like yes gogo's like on the ground popularity is limited to dc but i i don't know baby the ground's everywhere now i i think it's more that this person like was like oh yeah that's the music that person played but i have no connection to it and i really only know what it is because you reminded me so the fact that they had no connection that it made, yeah, I, think, I felt awkward and sad. I felt awkward and yeah, sad. I don't know that everyone thinks about the music that they're playing as much as you you may. Especially well, in like I an was office in a, setting, if you know, I, you're just looking for... Or, or I, felt I that that was a situation. Someone, someone was, you know, it, someone had vi violenced me and I was just trying to make it less awkward. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll do a uh, big idea from pop culture, uh, and this is a, a a bit of a sad one. But uh, Haley O'Shaughnessy, formerly of The Ringer, Jordan Liggins, also formerly of The Ringer, uh, left, and they've sort of hinted at it a little bit. But at least for Haley, there I think there was some uh, uncomfortable stuff that happened there that she wanted to get away from. Uh, but they, they started a podcast called spinsters uh, that was kind of a, a, a not, not the usual look at basketball. Uh, and unfortunately it's coming to an end this week uh, through, hmm. through matters that it seems like they had no control over. Uh, so that is disappointing, but I will be, uh, very much looking forward to listening to the the final episode of Spinsters, which is coming out on Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday. Um, so, you know, if you find creators that you like, if you find things that you, you know, you want to support, make sure that you enjoy them while you can, because this this universe is is fleeting. You know. Get some Taco Bell, make yourself feel better. There you or go. Or you could do trivia. I could, uh, and and I, I will, uh, because it's time for a Rolling Stone rock trivia question. And your question this week, who played the guitar solo on the Beatles song Taxman? Was it A, George Harrison, B, Eric Clapton, C, Jimi Hendrix, or D, Paul McCartney. Uh, D. I think it is B, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Kevin, you are correct. It was Paul McCartney. Wow. Let's go. Paul, Paul knows Good his job. way around the instrument, baby. He's a... Uh, he... Can't read a note, but... Wait, really? Yeah, he he does he plays by ear, is my oh, understanding. Cool. He cannot read. <clears throat> I do. I I love a lot of guitarists can't read music. That's 
yeah that's that's true um there's also a, a clip a clip that's out there of uh dave grohl like in a conversation with pharrell talking about uh, and, and pharrell says that like he wishes he could drum like dave grohl and grohl like shuts him down is like no i'm i'm not even a good drummer like i used to, i wish i could be i i used to wish i could be in a drum line but i can't read music um and i basically just all the nirvana stuff i stole from like disco bands like the gap band and it just like it blows pharrell's mind when when you think about the fact that the at the beginning of uh smells like teen spirit is actually totally like a, a disco break thing. So, you know, you don't have to read music to be very, very good at it. And oh, yeah, today's trivia question, another reminder of that. Um, all right. That is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.